Uh, so, so why well, did your internet stop working then? I don't know. I think you've been misusing it. I mean, I have, but I've been doing that for years and it hasn't happened before. But GDPR now. That's mm. true. But I don't think that affects, like... I think I've been turned off my, my virgin off. for GDPR um, violations. I mean, yes, but still. Or possibly other unspecified, unspeakable violations. Bum violations. Well, I was going to say unspeakable, but sure, bum, whatever. Okay. I've got three contents this week. Fucking Congratulations. Uh, I yeah. believe you are running this thing. Certainly am. Because I might even be able to release it within a week. Unlike fuck me. Dildos. That would be revolutionary. I, um, I'm really enjoying not even trying to uh, edit a podcast. It's, you're really going all. You're going full Dan on this one. Full Dan. I just um, work is very busy at the moment, and uh, I need my weekends for doing nothing. But the thing about work is, work is dreadful. Yeah. So just don't do it. Do a podcast instead. I think it's dreadful in different amounts, isn't it? Um, I've got another week left at work, and then I'm on holiday for two weeks. Yeah. I'll start recording, and then yeah, we'll just start another one when Adam gonna, pulls his finger out. I don't think he's going to arrive. Yeah, so thinking about what happens every Friday when we meet up, uh, Gemma was saying to one of her relatives how she always feels really sorry for whoever joins us on the Saturday. And she gave the example of when me and you and Lawrence uh, went really big on Friday. <laughs> we I mean, it, it was silly. By the time you arrived at seven-ish, me and Lawrence had already gone quite big. <laughs> um, I knew that it was a mistake when... I arrived at the pub and thought, I'm, I'm too drunk to be here. <laughs> Should need to go home. And then we didn't. But mm. um, that Saturday, uh, Lucky Daniel arrived, ready for a big fun weekend. And he was given a little bit of racky. We bought pizzas at Morrison's. We played Monopoly. And then we all went to bed at 10. <laughs> yeah, but what you've got to remember is, A... I'm old, I like going to bed at 10, and B, I enjoy other people's suffering. So watching you wandering around, literally like bumping into the air would set off your headache, was fantastic for me. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, I I think actually we were fine, apart from just being exhausted. You you really Mm. weren't. I I think, I don't want to get into the realm of victim blaming, but if you arrange to meet us on the Saturday, knowing that we're going to the pub on the Friday... I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, I mean, that that was a valuable piece of learning for me, and um, I think this is this is not our first rodeo. No, we're so deep in now that anyone who expects us to be compass mentis on a Saturday is naive at best Ooh, and delusional I, at worst. I have a way we could manage leads. Basically, um, we don't bring up bags; we just buy a new outfit in Primark. On the Saturday. Or what you could do, set yourself up as an Amazon seller, list all of the possessions you want to take with you, <laughs> buy them, and then have them delivered to um, one of those Amazon drop boxes somewhere. <laughs> or actually, you could just post everything up. That's probably. Yeah, I could just post all my clothes to you. Yeah. But your track record of posting items suggests you might be naked for the entire weekend. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy to do plan um, plan Primark. So. Yeah, do you know so how long it takes to get to Normanton from Dorchester South? Um, Six hours? Nine days. Uh, it's, between, it's between the two. Okay. <laughs> it's seven hours, 41 minutes on the way. Oof. That is a long oh, time, Oh, but hang on, it? there's... there's uh, there's some different trains. Oh, there are different prices. It's confusing. So, which direction would you go in? Would you go to London or would you go to Birmingham? Oh, Either way, know. you can I then meet up know. with Oh, a oh, that's why, that's why there's different... Oh, no, there's the same prices. Oh, oh. I think four changes. Wow. Jeez. Oh, that's on Sunday. Oh, oh, yeah, the, Sunday. the way home is going to be fun. Mm. Um... 
Yeah, okay, I see. The the ones that are offering me the off-peak price um, are not going via the tube, which to me suggests... Um, well, I can, if I leave at 10.13... Mm. This is exciting. So I go from Dorchester South to South Southampton Airport Parkway. Southampton Airport Parkway to Sheffield... Oh. Sheffield to Normanton. Okay. Interesting. How long? Ah, uh, so how long is? And the then it says. Then it says, Psst, a later train service will arrive before this one. <laughs> yeah. That sounds feasible. Oh bloody hell! Right. Oh uh, yeah, I can get on the. I, that, so that's the ten thirteen. Gets in at seventeen fifty four. I can take the 10.33 with four changes through London and it arrives at 16.54. Hmm. But mm. I would like to go on a cross-country train. That would be an adventure. Mm. I love I love going by train. It is good. I can it? pretend I'm Michael Portillo. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you could. I wonder if yeah. John Major's into trains. I assume he must be. You could fly from Exeter. From it, it's probably cheaper. Yeah, I would imagine I mean, it's not, not just, cheaper. I, I did it. It turned out to be awful, but I think that was unusual when circumstances. That was, yeah, that was BA rather yeah. than the concept of flying. Maybe I can be a bit smart about this. Maybe it'd be better for me to go from a different train station. Hmm. Maybe I could drive to Leeds and leave my car there. Yeah, and just never get it again. I mean, I, I think my car is reaching the point where it might be a single-use vehicle. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, let's leave the logistics for another time, um, and let's start a podcast. There is, I don't know, a chance that Adam might make it at some point, but, I mean, who really knows at this point? Um, for some reason, these... Uh, what was that noise? Oh, I've heard that a lot. Notifications. Oh, sorry. All of the podcast noise comes in through my headphones, but I haven't turned off the other noises in my computer because I don't know how. Okay, Adam seems to have joined twice now. And left. I don't know. Uh, he's I... here. Is he? Magic. There's no okay. evidence of him being here on mine. But well, let me stop the recording, and then uh, we'll. We'll. Uh, who? Well, hang on. All right. The gang's, so all here, the gang's all here. The gang's all here. Hip, hip, hooray. The gang's all Stop here. It. Shut up. I'm starting a podcast. We two star podcast. We are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few. But we love every one of you. Even poor There's man. One more thing I have to say. Intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a Hello and welcome to Two Star Podcast, a podcast that's exactly the same every week. I'm Graham, I'm here with Adam. Yes. He's still here, yeah! And Daniel. I'm not here. And the sea dog himself, Mr. Christofferson. Hello. Yeah. So, um, I said earlier, I don't know, it's been a bit of a fuck about. We did some preamble recording, none of it may be usable, some of it might. Um, but Chris, I believe you were just about to muse on the Megabus. Yes. Uh, well, I was looking at the trains, and there's quite a lot of money. And I think yeah. the Megabus is cheaper, and I thought it would be a wonderful adventure. Um, if I was on a train, I could pretend I was Michael Portillo. But I don't think I could pretend I was Michael Portillo on a bus. So that's I something we need to you'd have to, to pretend you were Louis Theroux. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's my go-to. That's my go-to yeah. emotional state. I think more uh, John Prescott. Um, Would he? He'd need two seats on the mega bus, wouldn't he? Oh, that's um, body shaming. <laughs> Come well, no, it's on. also we're, a topical joke on his two Jags nickname. So, um... oh, was that? Hang on, wait. Right, either this was a clever satire, or it was calling him a fat bastard. Which one was it? It was Chris? kind of a double entendre of satire and fat bastard. No. Chris is not that nuanced. No, it was the it was the it was the second one. <laughs> you got me banged to rights. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, it was yeah, I mean, clever satire, which almost counts. I think the biggest issue with 
going on the mega bus to Leeds is that you'd have to book a week off work. <laughs> well, surely you could just kind of get a mega bus to wherever the line to Normanton ends. Yeah, and then get on the train. Okay, but it's quite from... um, it's quite a disappointment in terms of places you can get the mega bus from. I sort of really? assumed that Weymouth would be a be a banker because well, it needs to yeah, be. But quite scummy and it needs but, to be of a whole, certain yeah, size the, the whole point of it is that it's really inconvenient and that's why it's so cheap I think the, the principal place you can get a megabus from is an airport which sort of begs the question why wouldn't you just fucking fly like a proper person well, what airports are near you do, do they fly Leeds is reasonably Le- near Leeds, Leeds has an airport are you sure about yeah, that yeah, yeah. yes it's I flew international. into it yeah Leeds Bradford okay. or there's Doncaster Sheffield or there's Humberside. Uh, these are all viable uh, places that I could go to to pick you up. What about my carbon footprint? Fuck your carbon footprint. <laughs> I suppose it, I. Yeah. It's still better than driving your car. Yeah. Is better. it? You've accrued yeah. plenty even of if, Even if you're the only person. Credits. Yeah. I think even if you were the only passenger in the plane, it would still probably be better than driving your car these days, wouldn't it? Specifically your car, Chris, which, let's face it, basically propels itself by expelling raw petrol out the back. That's very unfair. My car is is fine. So I think we should um, extend the invitation to come and drink with us the first weekend in August in Leeds to Ruddy William. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to do it by text. Because this is a good test to make sure he's still listening. <laughs> Although, I mean, there haven't you think been his any interest episodes. Has waned? Yeah, there hasn't been any opportunity for him to. Uh... So we know he'll be waiting for one. I mean, to be fair, well, no. we've had plenty of of weeks with no episodes released because of you fuckers. Yeah, so. and he, yeah. so he may have just given up. What I expect from listener interaction is for them to heckle when podcasts aren't released. I don't think they care oh, yeah. enough. And Christian from Scotland. Well, used you'd, to. you'd be surprised. Yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, I but too would be so surprised. what I'm gonna, what I'm thinking now is, I'm gonna go fucking mental. I'm gonna open this weekend up to all listeners. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, and bear in mind, you will be vetted first. <laughs> um, and if you pass the vetting, then you can come. If you, um, I suppose fail, but if you don't pass the vetting. Well, you can still come, you just won't be allowed in my house. Because, I mean, that's a bit much, isn't it? But if you're, if you're of, you know, if you can provide good references, then I'll have some of the listeners in my house. I mean, what, what is the worst that could happen? They could eat your skin. It's quite bad, isn't it? Actually? It's quite bad. <laughs> I mean, How much of my them, skin? The skin is quite fatty. Yeah. How much of my skin are they likely to eat, do you think? Uh, just, just the, just the bit, just the like the the fleshy bit underneath your eyes. Hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So I mean, imagine if um, a listener from Birmingham made that journey. One from Nottingham came. One from Scotland. He came all the way down from Scotland. We could take him to Flamingo Land. It's not far. What what about if we had an international guest? Imagine that. That would be really exciting. And... Brandon from America flew over here. Would we would we take Brandon from America to Diggerland? Um I think if it became like a cultural exchange, I think we would need to really show him the great sights of Britain, wouldn't we? Hmm. Like Diggerland. Yes. Maybe yeah. Diggerland. It is the most British thing in existence, let's face it. Uh Weatherspoon's breakfast. Oh, Weatherspoon's breakfast. So sad got... old men drinking pints. Yeah. They've got uh, the Weatherspoons we go to for breakfast is actually not exclusively old men drinking pints. It's just it's, there's lots of families and people who've been to the mm. gym eating fry ups. Okay. It's not a proper Weatherspoons experience. The one we go to. I suppose the thing is, is that it's it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. And I think perhaps the further you go north, the the posher Weatherspoons is relative to all its surroundings. It's like I, a constant. I really love the idea that 100% of our listenership could turn up at my house and I'd have room for them all. <laughs> well, what about a random listener who might be in Japan? Nobody is flying from... Okay, if you're listening to this in Japan, 
I will pay quarter of your flights. Does anybody want to match that? A quarter? Fuck no. I know how much flights Japan costs. We we have a thousand Japanese listeners. They're very shy, but but a kind of offer like that's going to drag them in. Yeah, well, I will, I will, I'll pay it. I consider this legal. Are you listening? I want you to make this watertight, so there's no backing out of it for me. If a thousand Japanese people turn up at my house, I will refund them a quarter of their airfare. You know, Each I really just want them. to find a Japanese society in London somewhere and get them would, all to fly out. No, would you like, I can to, run would tests. You like to limit this to a particular class of travel? Oh, I no, thought you were no. going in a different direction then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, well, we didn't say Asian, so you can't say a particular type of Asian... Which is whereas that's where my mind went. Make it that what you will. Let's not analyse that. What is wrong with you two? That the first place you went to was racial. We just um, we just know you, just, Adam. It's not our first rodeo. <laughs> so what? I um I used to work with a guy who was a real bellend. Um, he was he was like a proper laddie twat, and he was once boasting to me that he had had both types of Asian, and he was really proud of himself for that. And uh, one of our other colleagues, who's normally very quiet and doesn't say much, he said, what, male and female? <laughs> and that shut him right up. It was brilliant. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. So anyway, let's do some content. I said earlier, I don't maybe recorded, maybe not, there's no way of knowing, that I had three contents. I've forgotten what one of them was. Um, Did you not write them down? No, because I only just thought of it before I said I had three. But so they, you lied to us. No, well, at that time I did have three. I just hadn't written one of them down because I assumed I wouldn't forget it in ten minutes. But that's literally what I went on to do. I mean, that's not a safe assumption. But anyway, yeah. carry on. So, what I'd like to talk to you about is glory holes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. So, does anyone need the concept of glory holes explaining to them? No, I'm good, thank you. Okay, well, just no, in case... No, I'd like you to explain it for the listeners. Good, that's what I was hoping you'd say. So, uh... What it is, is in gentlemen's uh, conveniences, sometimes you'll find a hole of, I would say, one to two uh, inch diameter. Maybe maybe two, maybe one's a bit much. Yeah. Um, not a bit much, but you know, anyway. So what will happen is a gentleman will um, put his appendage through said hole and then a... Um, willing participant who is definitely not being coerced or forced on the other side uh, will gobble it up. I mean, it is it is hard to coerce someone from the other side of a, a wall, isn't well, it? Um, no, but I mean, what if there's somebody in there with them? Well, oh, okay. I mean, that well, would, that would a... raise other questions. Yeah. Well, like what? Like, why did you go into a gentleman's toilet with another person in the first place. Well, because if you're going to be... Well, because <laughs> one of them, coerced, one of them marched them in at gunpoint. I mean, okay. Why would anyone who's capable of coercing someone make them sit in a toilet together whilst one does glory hell things right there? I mean, you're, you're running the risk of getting crap all over your clothes and stuff. That'd be awful. Well, that's probably part of the appeal. <laughs> I mean, th- th- I'm revealing a little bit more about the polar bear mentality. <laughs> um, the what? The polar bear mentality, Dan. What polar bear mentality? Well, you... So, so the, your, your biggest concern in this um, <laughs> scenario is that if you had marched somebody into a glory hole at gunpoint to service gentlemen it's through said biggest hole, concern at your all. biggest it's... concern would be that you get spaff on your clothes. No, 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 because I wouldn't do it at all. Any because you'd this. be too concerned about getting no, clothes. Because of Is that everything. the only thing that's stopping you, Dan? Uh, <laughs> Cleanliness. <laughs> it's just the hygiene factor. Oh, anyway, so I have some questions regarding the, um, the, the, the admin surrounding a glory hole, basically. Okay. What, paperwork? Um, not so much. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Is there any paperwork involved? That's I one think of you the... presume you have like a sign-in sheet. You must have a waiver. Well, I guess it depends on how enthusiastic they are. <laughs> almost made sense. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first thing is, um, is the glory hole exclusively one way? 
Well, um, it's from I mean, like, hole. what, you mean has he got some sort of valve or... Well, that's the only way you could enforce that. But how do you yeah. know if you're on the right side of the glory well, hole? you couldn't have a valve, right? Because at some point, the person that sticks their dick in is going to want to take their dick back out again. You can't very well just wander out of the place with, like, a toilet door attached to your knob, can you? It's not a I door, don't Dan. It's not a fucking door. Or what have you... <laughs> I've now you walk into a public toilet and there's just this row of dicks hanging out the doors. <laughs> you have to go along the row. Oh dear. Um, okay, right. So what? I, so what I'm saying. So, so right, yeah, is, I feel is it the, must be two way. Okay. So my my assumption would be that if you enter a cubicle and there is a glory hole that is not currently occupied, yeah, that it is incumbent upon you to do the inserting. Okay. Yeah. But and what and if then, there was nobody on the other side? Well, well I mean, it's just a waiting game. Yeah. Okay, but what it's if like there fishing. was... Okay, right, so what if there Sometimes was... Sometimes you just some... have to sit around for hours and nothing happens. Okay, yeah, i take your point there. But if, if it's not clearly demarked which side is... Um, I mean, one of, the, one of the sides is providing a service. So yeah. that should be the receiving side, you would think, should always be there. So how do you find out? Are you allowed to, like, peer through the hole... To see if somebody's That's dangerous. In there. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't peer through the hole for the obvious. If you're on the wrong side, yeah, you don't want a dick in your eye. Everyone knows that. That's the famous so saying. Like there must be some form of ISO signage or something to denote which side is which. The other question. The other. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just all, you know, whatever. So, so do you then run into this awkward situation where there's sort of like it's contested which side is which, and you're both trying to jam your dicks through the same hole. Well, I mean, I don't think that would happen in Britain. I think we're too polite. I think you would wait for the other gentleman to. Well, not even worse. You're just saying, no, through. no, I insist you stick it through. Yeah, exactly. In America, where there there is no such thing as queuing, I think they both stick it through at the same time, and they'd end up docking. I'm not sure you'd have the space. Is this a buddy partner origin story? It could be. Yeah, <laughs> it could, could be. But so. I, so we we assume that maybe there's um, signage written in in pen to say stick it in here, but pass through ten pounds first. I mean, you, are they providing why, a service for free or a, is it a paid transaction? A financial thing. Well, I don't know. Is I, it? I assumed it was just an altruistic thing. Okay, so I was assuming that one of them is a professional providing service who is paid for that service. Really? Oh, okay. Why I, that's how I, that? I thought it was more of a community-driven well, sort of affair. Okay, so in which case, yeah, in which case there must be some kind of etiquette around who gets to go first. I mean, do you, do you both have a go? There's just so many... Why don't we know this? Well, you see, I would... I mean, I, I don't like... have a great deal of, of, of experience of this, but I would assume that to some extent it's a bit like a kind of, you know, role-based thing. Some people will just prefer to be the one offering. Okay. And that's fine, but how do you know which side you're on then? Uh, I, w- I would assume that like someone would draw like an arrow pointing at the hole. Mm. And, like, you and know, say this side, it, yeah. this side insert, and yeah. then the other side would say wait for the big dick, it's coming. Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you could... Uh, you Maybe could there's some really. sort of like overhead announcements like you have in airport lounges or something. Yeah. I feel that would possibly, you know, lead to people being aware of what you were doing and thus stopping you. The the other assumption Surely would the be that, that you've carved holes in the in the walls of toilets. I don't think, you, I don't think you go with a drill and do it yourself. I think you go to well, an establishment where to. they're provided. But but how at some point some the, this pristine toilet wall has to have a hole made in it. Yeah but they get a guy in. Sorry? They go on my hammer. Sorry what? Well they they go on local heroes and say, I need someone to come and drill a glory hole. Yeah. Can you quote? And surely that's the point at which someone realises what you're doing, rather than when you have the overhead. Yeah, but I mean, you know, those, oh, that, so that, you... that person has, yeah, you obviously hire somebody who's discreet and isn't going to go. Yeah, but, but oh, sorry, down what the I'm saying is, I'm assuming what I just did. That there's a tacit permission from whoever owns the place that you're going to be doing that sort of thing in there. Well, I was, I was working under the assumption that glory holes aren't illicit. I was assuming that this is. Sort of these things are okay, yeah, like so I mean, in, in weird, not, like a, a not weird. I mean, but, you know, legal, have you not... have you ever seen one? No, which makes me think they must be in like sex clubs and stuff that I I don't go to. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's one. That's one theory. I mean, another theory is that they they are very rare. 
That seems well, quite likely too. Yeah. But they must exist, in which case, is there maybe like an internationally recognised um, protocol like you insert from the left as you look at the cubicles? The left hand inserts and the right hand receives. Perhaps there's like a a convention. I mean, I, I feel like would, this is the sort of thing you could find on Wikipedia. Yeah, but, you know, I, you shouldn't have to. Oh, it's gone quiet. Yeah, I think Dan's muted himself and we've lost all of his background noise. Which is oh, okay. um, lovely, isn't it? This is really <laughs> unnerving. It sounds quite, sounds quite professional now, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like we're in a recording studio rather than on the tracks. Yeah. So anyway, I think... Um, <laughs> Do you think Dan's gone to Wikipedia? <laughs> to look up for yeah. gone to check the toilet. So uh, I was going to say, for want of a better expression, but no, I'm, I'm just going to embrace it. I think I've milked the glory hole for as long as I can. Now on, it's on a, on a related, on a related note, have you seen um, any of the stuff that's currently going on in Korea around uh, spying in toilets and changing rooms? And... I have, and I'm concerned that my Welsh friend may have relocated. Well, have oh, you seen yeah. like? But have you seen like the the pictures? Not that have taken oh, well, by the hidden take... cameras, but <laughs> you mean the, of, the, the pictures of the toilet of, doors? Like, you, it just, yeah, it looks like, like there's been a masonry wasp in it there, look, doesn't it? it? Looks like, yeah, it looks like somebody's like fired a shotgun into the wall. It's just like oh, just oh, yeah, I peppered with actually. holes that people have... yeah. and like there were people had like uh, a camera hidden in a screw head, hmm. and so they'd like replace the screws in like the door frame, and there'd be a hidden camera in it, and it's just like, isn't it amazing? Like how the march of uh, of technology has allowed people to spy on other people in more and more discreet ways. Uh, so Dan, what? What? Yes, but also fuck, why? Mate? That's my question. Sorry, can we can we just pause this? First things first. What the fuck, Dan? What do you mean? You went on mute. Yeah. What were you doing? Opening another beer. And you thought we wouldn't want to enjoy that sound? Yes, because literally every other time I make a sound, you whinge about it for minutes. That is. He's learning. <laughs> He's getting there. <laughs> Finally, something sunk in. Yes. Okay, sorry, Chris, proceed. Um, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, why? Well, you know, what, what, is, the, what boobies. is the point? Boobies, isn't it? See boobies. But I How don't we... think they are that difficult to... Um, I don't think it's that difficult to find things with them in. Yeah, but well, that's that's no, like there's no that, that's not you know that's there's nothing kind of you know exciting about that because it's just boobs they're freely offered. This is if like, you want you know, to see boobs, and, you, know, you, you have to go illegal. to a sex shop and buy a specialist magazine. There's no other or way of seeing can, boobs. Well, you find one in the woods. Yeah, because until they all they need to do is put boobs on the internet and then it will knock this shit on the head. Well, you see, the problem is though this can be this can be put on the internet to provide boobs. Well, you're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, precisely. You're getting the people who like drilling holes, and you're getting the people who like boobs. If you were to bother secretly observing someone, what would you what would you do with it? What would I do with what? So, say, say as a. so I I had a friend who a friend. liked football, mm-hmm. um, and they were growing up, and their relatives that were a bit distant knew they liked football, so they bought them lots and lots of Manchester United memorabilia. Uh, so so say Adam that you had a a great aunt that thinks oh Adam really likes technology, I'll buy him some technology, and what she bought you was like a, a state of the art set of spy cameras and audio equipment and you would you needed to use it because otherwise great aunt mildred would be upset with you she wants to see the footage from she from wants yeah she wants him to know that you've enjoyed you know the the present that she, she everyone needs a hobby don't they so say that you and this is for everyone you you had a set of these things what what would you do with it i mean it'd be better if it was not pervy um, I mean, I think like the. I, I'm just trying to think of like the the least kind of illegal and amoral thing to do. And I think really it's probably like filming tradespeople pissing in your kettle. Right. <laughs> or like. Oh, uh, I've been on that website too. It's good, isn't it? Or like your your babysitter shitting in your fridge. 
you know, mm. just like pe- people in your house doing things when they think you're not there. I think that's probably the best, the best usage that isn't going to either get you into legal trouble or is just morally repugnant. Or mm. making um, like a, a Big Brother style um, documentary in your own home. Yeah, that's also possible. Yeah. Oh, here is the most. Here is the most least illegal thing. The least illegal thing that that would mm. make more sense. Um, you could secretly film yourself and the people that lived in your house with their knowledge, uh, and stream it to the internet. I don't. Th- how do you, how so how do you secretly film yourself? Well, I think you forget. Unless you've got Alzheimer's. <laughs> I mean, oh, I just I saw the I, I freely admit, I think Chris or I might well forget. Yes, I feel these. I take this on a quick tangent. So there was. Um, I think it was two weeks ago, might have been a week ago, there was like a, an Alzheimer's Awareness Day and they oh, did like building a, for a punchline. They did a bake bake sale at work. Um and just had they had cakes, you know, cupcakes in the, the canteen mm. to to you know proceeds going to an Alzheimer's charity. And on the, the morning of this, somebody in the communications team thought it would be a great idea to send out an email to the entire business saying don't forget about the bake sale <laughs> in the aid of the Alzheimer's charity today. I thought nice. somebody probably should have proofread that before yeah. sending it out. Well, maybe, but I mean, I'm trying to what, think of what's, other what's, um, you know, what's things wrong? You, could, you could do there, but I can't think of any. There are there are probably better ways to phrase that. Like, um, don't let your knob fall off because of the gonorrhea awareness thing. You don't really have gonorrhea awareness, do you? That's a bad example. Uh, right, anyway. Um, so Alan Sugar uh, is a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, he's a, he's a top tier racist, to be fair, because he didn't just do a racism. And I mean, lots of people do a racism, especially on the internet all the time, even well known people. Mm. Um, a lot of people just do it inadvertently. Yeah, and I mean, this particular racism was uh, to take a photoshopped picture of the Senegalese World Cup team and make some comment about how they were like scummy beach salespeople beach selling knockoff handbags and sunglasses and stuff in Marbella. Well, yeah. you've added in the scummy, haven't you? Uh, I mean, not That's really. That's on you. Yeah, um, I think you, it was implied. It was definitely implied. But what's. Um, and then what he, was he did. Was it photoshopped? Uh, Why yes. was it. Because it was a picture of the Senegalese World Cup team and then he photoshopped a load of knockoff sunglasses and handbags at their feet. Oh, I didn't open it up. I don't know whether he did the photoshopping or whether... But then he elevated it. He elevated it to a a higher level of racism by deleting the tweet but then going back and finding anyone who had retweeted or quoted the original tweet and saying that they were the real racists for tweeting it, because yeah. if they thought it was that bad, they shouldn't have retweeted it. I mean, he doubled down, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I liked Then his... he started to walk it back a bit afterwards. Well, and... I like his two apologies. The first yes. one saying, okay, if you're going to be dicks about this, I thought it was funny, but fine, I'll take it down if you insist. People didn't... I think Didn't he say something? Like, he phrased it really stupidly, like, people, people didn't were get my hilarious yeah. joke. Yeah. About um, being... And then a little while later, he tweeted that um, he could see why people were upset and he's taken it down and he's very sorry. Minutes after the BBC press office tweeted a similar apology. So uh, which one do you think was written by the BBC lawyers? Yeah. What was BBC so, apologising for? Uh, somebody because, who is a high-profile presenter yeah. of one of their biggest programmes doing a racism on Twitter. Oh, shit, who was that? Well, like, you're taking the not listening to the podcast I, I just assumed that the, no i just assumed that the apprentice was trashy and thus on like channel three or something no no apprentice channel, channel uh, three you have watched apprentice it's, no. i mean it's it's awful now but it used to be good it's, it's genuinely quite a good program no it's not well, well I mean, you haven't got... watched it how do you know well, because it's got Alan Sugar, Katie Hopkins, and Piers Morgan are all heavily involved with it. No, well, no, shit. she was in one series of it. Piers Morgan was in a celebrity special. Yeah, so it's shit. Well, no, that's not, you can't. No, that's not how that. That's not how stuff being shit works. Transferative shitness works exactly like it that. It spawns shit. 
But the the whole well, joke is that all the people in it are awful. That's how it, it wouldn't work with. Nice yeah, that people. is the Apprentice. Is that it's it's like twelve or whatever is sixteen complete dickheads. Oh yeah, completely awful people, like the like, worst people who you'd never want to meet. But who but all they think they're like? Yeah, so it great sounds like ever. Love Island, but for people in suits. Which makes me think it should be on like ITV well, Two. Well, no, or because something. because no. Love Island has like the premise of Love Island is go These to an island and fuck people. Yeah. The premise of The Apprentice is look Go at all these amazing business people, people who are going to like you know revolutionise the business world. Well, no, it isn't even that really. Game. But the, it's the, not. Yeah, but that. But yeah. It kind of. But it is. But it's not. Well, the, the first sort of seventy percent of each series is look at all these fucking divs. These people all think they're really good at business, aren't they, twats? Let's make them run around Belgium, and uh, and that's why it's great because you see them all get. Uh, like a taste of the real world and uh, just look very embarrassed. But then the last 30%, they realise they have to sort of pull it back and say, oh actually these ones are quite good at business, it turns out. Just ignore everything else and these ones are really good. Um, And then one of them gets a a lot of money. But it is is good. It's entertaining. The way it's edited is it's consistently very, very good. It's just it's always the same now. So watching it did, from one year to the did, next, it gets dull. It did introduce me to one of my favourite ever phrases, uh, which is uh, "spunky money up the wall." Mm. And what about Rafe, Chris? You must remember Rafe. Oh yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Oh, he was I a do remember him actually. What a wonderful yeah. gentleman. Yeah. So yeah, Dan, he was you're my favourite. You, you think Friends is shit? You think The Apprentice is shit? You've never seen either of them. No, I have seen. Well, no, I've seen bits of Friends. Yeah, bits of. You can't understand all the nuance and the many, many layers that it wishes it had. Can I Can I tap That's out like whilst you... You can't understand the nuance and many layers that, like, fermented dead shark has until you've tasted it. When, fairly clearly, when you smell fermented dead shark, you know, this is shit and I hate it. Yeah, that's a dreadful it, so analogy. You're, not you're saying you smell, you smell friends and it doesn't smell <laughs> nice. But it's a metaphor, but yes. It's no, it's a TV one. show. I, I'm just I'm I'm just going to wander off for a bit, but I'm coming back. Okay, bye. Bye. So, speaking of uh, awful people, I had a dream the other night that mm. I was working in London, uh, and there was an attempted terror attack on King's Cross Station. So we were all evacuated, um, and I had to get a bus. As and it was it's a bit vague, but we sort of had to get a bus across London. We weren't sure if there was a terror attack or not. And we mm. weren't sure if we were having to tell people. There was, like, there wasn't a bomb, but I think maybe they tried to drive a van into it or something like that. And uh, we all ended up like quite, walking quite a long way across London to try and get to another station so we could get home. And halfway there, I realised I was walking alongside Jacob Rees-Mogg. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to where we were going so we could get this other train. And he said, oh, well, while we're here, I'm, I'm just going to have some, some dinner. Do you want to join me um, for, for tea? And I'll, I'll pay. I'm quite rich, I'm an MP, I've got a lot of money, I'll, I'll I'll shout you for it. So he did, and he sat down, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but he explained to me in my dream why Brexit is actually a good idea. And I can remember in my dream thinking, he's, yeah, maybe he's right. And uh, he was just a really nice guy, so um, I think we all need to rethink how we view Jacob Rees-Mogg, because it turns out he's, he's a right bloke. So, um, two thoughts. Yeah. One, it's distinctly possible, Graham, that now you're a homeowner with children, you've become a Tory. Um, I mean, I'm back. What? what why you're a Tory? Ah, oh, okay. So, well, I I won't go into it in, in too much. Basically, detail, Graham I, loves I, Jacob Rees-Mogg. No, no, explain it. it explain it all even... of it all again for okay. my benefit, yeah. just because no, I had Chris, to wander you, off and get Chris. Drink. You listen to the podcast occasionally. Yeah. You'll you, pick you, it up. Later. You have a chance to hear this. Anyway, but so I was I was working in London. This is a dream, by the way. This isn't real. That'd right. Be more okay. Weird. I, I had a dream. I was working in London. There was a terror attack on King's Cross Station, so I had to go to a different station to get a train home. Right. Inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I found myself at this other place we went to having dinner with Jacob Rees-Mogg, and okay. it turned out that he was he was quite a nice bloke and he was all right. And so I think everyone needs to stop slagging him off. Right. Uh, I would counter that suggestion with. Every time he ever appears on any kind of media and says anything at all. Right, but that's the thing. In my dream, I realised that 
he sort of he doesn't come across well like in in the media. But actually, if you listen to what he's saying like, in person, like I did when I was having dinner with him, I can't remember what he said, but basically he's got it right. And it turns out Brexit is a good idea. I can't remember why. Right. Um, but okay. he, he explained it to me in such a way that I thought, actually, no, this guy's this guy's fine. He's all right. But it wasn't even just that he was right. He was just he was just really down to earth, and he was asking me about my my family and uh, saying, oh, I, I know I know it can be hard for people. Um, I'm trying to get Theresa May to cut taxes for for working class people because I, I it's you have such a hard time, and, and I'm just a, a common working class guy as well. And I thought he is, yeah. I never thought about it like that, but he is, isn't he? Well, no, he isn't. Well, no, but that's I mean, because trying, you haven't met him. To a certain extent, I would I would like to take part in this light-hearted frivolity, but I I just can't because of what a dreadful person he is. Yeah, but you haven't met him. Nor have you. I, I met him in a dream, and he was fine. Graham, I think that's just your own Tory subconsciousness. No, I don't think it is. This it's is coming from Dan as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Trust I me, think I, I know the voice of experience. Yeah. You, you know how you see all those like uh, the memes of um, Kermit with uh, the hooded Kermit with his bad side? That's mm-hmm. like me, except the hooded Kermit is wearing a pinstripe suit and telling me to do Tory things. Like everything you do. Yes. Well, no, no, some of them are hipster things. I, ha- I have Tory, Tory Kermit and I have hipster Kermit who has a massive beard. Um, and I thought that was going to go in a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you think it was going? Uh, lower than beard. Yeah. <laughs> why? Well, I, I think. Why? Why? No, whatever. I'm not going there. Um, oh, yeah. No. Hipster Kermit has a beard and a mandolin. Mm. A mandolin. A what? A mandolin. <laughs> that's what he calls it. No, it's like the like the wanky guitar. That's not a guitar. Wanky. It's worse. <laughs> but it's very hipster. Anyway, because no one plays. I, I think people need Captain to stop. Captain Crowley had one. Yeah, that was a mandarin. That was a type of orange. <laughs> I think you and I saw very different films. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the one I watched was in Chinese as well. It's mm. a two-layered joke. Huh? Uh, but anyway, I think people need to stop judging Jacob Rees-Bogg by all the things he says in real life and his voting record, and um, judge him by how he came across in my dream, which was he was all right. I mean, I. Don't really have any counter arguments. You can't, mm. can you? Because I've met him and you haven't. Yeah, what well, if I, mean... I well, what if I tell you that I had a dream and he was really mean? Uh, I think you're making it up. You yeah, haven't provided any fair, context. Chris, it does sound dream. like you're just You've trying caught to me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, caught you in a lie there. I I had a dream once. Uh, where wow, okay, cool. It was. I woke up and I was really annoyed with Ruddy William. I was really angry with him, mm. uh, and I I was sported by saying I had a dream once. But I woke up once and I was really annoyed with him, and I couldn't work out why. And then I remembered that um, he'd been coming up to me the night before when we were out at a party and twisting my ear where I'd got an earring in it, and it really hurt. And I got to the point I'd, I'd worked out that's what he did, and I thought, well, when I see him, I'm going to punch him really hard in the arm when he's not expecting it, and say that's for twisting my ear. Um, and luckily for him, I realised that I dreamt that, and he wasn't with us the night before. <laughs> he had a he had a very strong alibi by not being there. Mm, that does sound like something he would do. It does sound like something he would do. Mm. I, I don't think I don't think he's entirely blameless Do you think that um, he got into my dreams like some kind of voodoo Like Freddy Krueger Yeah <laughs> but All he did was twist your ear <laughs> He was maybe working up to worse things Yeah, it could be Yeah Well, um if any of our listeners have had a dream about Ruddy William uh, twisting their ear, then uh, why or not get Jacob in touch? Rees-Mogg. He would never twist anybody's ear. He's just he's just a nice guy. He might he might be in someone's dream though. I, I think he would like. I, I can imagine him twisting the ear of a small boy as he dragged him down the street. Yeah, but I mean, he'd have a good reason. But I'm not saying I'm in love with him or anything. I'm just saying that he seems he seems all right. Back off a bit. 
I mean, the thing is, is that he he is so abhorrent that when me and Dan are on our double date with Portillo and Major, and you come into the restaurant, we are gonna um, what's the what's the phrase? Fuck you up. Well, no, um, stink eye. That's it. We're gonna give you the stink Damn. eye. Why am all I'm of not, us on? Max. Why am I dating Jacob Rees-Mogg? Well, it seems to be the inevitable conclusion of where his dreams no, are going. There's nothing sexual about it. We just, yeah, just a no, no, solid it's, guy. It's... Graham, Graham, he's appearing to you in your dreams. Of course, there is something sexual about it. Do you think every time you dream about somebody, it means you want to fuck them, Daniel? Yep. Yes. That's how it works. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Maybe you should. Hmm. What fuck everybody I dream about? Yeah. Well, okay. You'll be next. Uh, next thing I need to tell you is Dan. I had an interesting dream about you last oh, night. Fuck, I've played myself here, haven't I? Yeah. Oh well. Uh, anyway, who wants to do a content? Oh yes, please. I've got lots. Well, you haven't written any down. No, no, I don't bother with that anymore. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, guerrilla content. <laughs> you know, you know when we play um, the real polar bear, but I don't look at the cards. Yeah. So that I might be the polar bear, but I might not. But there's no way I can know. Yeah. I think that it's better if I don't know what any of the other content is going to come at me so that I can react naturally to it. It makes yeah. it more natural. Well, and I yeah. think if I don't tell you what my content is, you can experience that thought for the first time. But the better analogy the for Polar Bear would be for you to not know what the content was yourself. Well, I don't know what your content is. No, but you to, for you to not know your own content. Well, okay, so I could do it the night of the last podcast, and then I wouldn't remember. Is that what you're saying? No, it's just for you to have content that you have to do, but you don't know what but it not is. Know what it was. That did happen. And then we have remember? to try and guess it. Do you remember that you you had the thing open and I I didn't and I'd oh, yes, stuff and right, I didn't yeah. remember. You've forgotten you'd put stuff in. Yeah. Hmm. I got lots of contents. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm gonna. I've I've written down quite a lot. I'm not going to tell you some of them. Uh, football songs. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. Okay. What is your favourite World Cup and/or football song? Well, three lines, isn't it? Yeah. Easy. Next question. Yeah. N- no, no, it's wrong. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Because no, three not. lines is the best one. Chris, you're outvoted three-one. Just yeah. drop it. It is um, the Footy Song by Adam and Joe. Uh, no, not it's heard not. it. It's very good. You'll have to splice it in. No, I refuse. I'll sing some then. Go on then. Ball, ball, ball. Footy, footy, footy. Ball, oh, Chris, ball, ball. Football. When I go see United, I get overexcited. It goes on and on like that. And it's very silly. But you can put your own words into that tune and sing about anything. I mean that's true of a lot of songs. Yes, but this one is is quite joyous. In fact, I believe Weird Al has made quite a career out of it. Yeah, ah, okay. But you could sing something like, uh, "I've got a friend called Daniel. He reminds me of a spaniel. Uh, he he runs around in the field, and his ears uh, they dangle." I think that's actually pretty offensive. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that, Chris. Can you stop wow. ear shaming Daniel, please? <laughs> I have to shame him about something. Fair um, okay, well, speaking of shaming Daniel, how's um, Project Legover going? Um, so we've been on competing holidays of late, so she's currently in... Sorry, hang on. Competing, competing. holidays. Well, as in it, the holiday things haven't lined up, so I was on holiday. Just, just constant parallel holidays. Yeah, uh, I'm more, int- synchronized I'm more interested in the yeah, yeah, something like that. But I'm more interested in the concept of competing holidays now. Yeah, but so well, she's winning because she's off to Chicago with her firm for the week. So um, yes, there is a temporary cease of hostilities until she gets Did back. you give her I'm something a- to remember you by? Uh, a text, yes. Oh, what did the text say? Or what was the picture attached to a said text? There was no dick pic. Fuck's sake. Dan, you're just... You're not getting this. She's on another continent. That makes it romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could say... uh, 
greetings from Blighty. And yeah. um, have your dick like made up to look like uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hang on, well, you haven't been on holiday. Yeah, I have. Bullshit. Yeah, I, have. I have. She wasn't, where? wasn't around yesterday. Boot camp. Oh, have you been to fat camp? Yep. How the fuck have we not talked about this yet? We're 42 minutes in. Yeah, I, I did tell you I was going, right? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Oh, what, so what happened? Ages ago. Yeah. Ooh. Come on. Dish the dirt. Everyone I mean, forget any other content you have prepared. The rest of the podcast is Dan telling us all about fat camp. No, fat camp. Um... So yeah, um, I went there. It was in like a house in a village in Oxfordshire. Um, and you get up, you do exercise, you don't eat very much. You do more exercise, you don't eat very much. You do more exercise, and then you collapse in front of the TV and watch the football, and then you go to bed. You hang on, hang on. Um, were I mean, this this might not work, seeing as how you're romancing, but were there ladies there? Yeah. Because this sounds like a like a very potentially sexy story. I think it is an orgy waiting to happen. I mean, to be fair, though, that's your default position on most things. That is most situations, I find. Dan, it's like the mega bus. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see. Oh, a, <laughs> I want to see a video fake mega bus. <laughs> that would be harrowing. <laughs> Oh mm. God! Now you're very lucky. I don't have my dark web computer set up because I can't search for it. But I'm. It might exist. I'd rather not know. <laughs> oh so, God! So I... Dan, um, yes. How did, how on earth did you not allow the sexual tension to boil over? Sexual tension with who? All with of the, the other, all of the, the yeah yeah all the sexy um, chubsters. <laughs> Because basically, by the end of the day, it was a struggle to like stand up or sit down. You don't need to stand up, Dan. <laughs> no, but you do need to move, and moving hurts. You know, um, banging is really good cardiovascular exercise. Yes, and I was exhausted and thus didn't have the energy to put into banging. Why didn't you but do would banging you have instead done? of would the? You, would you? Uh, were you eyeing up anyone there? Yeah. No, you, you, you're loyal now. You're, you're you, monogamous. No, but well, no, no, you're he's, not monogamous. Not tied, oh, this he's is not tied down. He hasn't sealed the deal yet. We, we, have you had any champagne? I haven't. What? When you get a girlfriend, because me of me and Chris, you buy a champagne. That's established <laughs> protocol. I might poison it. So sure, yeah. Um, I've got champagne chilling in the fridge, ready. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, phone her up now, Dan. Do it live on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it was, they were nice okay. people, but, but there wasn't anyone they're all of even vaguely the right age, so... Well, um, were you there with old ladies? And also young ones. How young? Like, just out of university. That's fine. No, it's not. You could be their sugar daddy. No. Everyone wants a, a middle management guy from the <laughs> NHS. <laughs> They really don't. I, I have a lot of evidence of that. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. You are a case study against that uh, theory, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, but okay, so there must have been some brilliant antics. Did anyone smuggle in a, like a, a <laughs> Snickers and stuff? Yeah. Someone no, must I mean, have the, the been and brought some Mr. Chogs. Someone snuck off, well, didn't sneak off. They said, I'm going down the co-op to buy a protein bar. And then they went down the co-op and bought a protein bar. A protein bar, wow. But like one of those chocolate mint ones. I bet they bought a samosa as well. Maybe they did. Yeah. I mean, I think think you've all done well not to let yourself down. At the same time, this is maybe why I shouldn't go on a a recreational fitness camp. Um, I would just rail against authority. Mm. Say, no, you fucking run 5k, you prick. And I'd, I'd encourage other people to, to break the rules as well. Oh, we should have sent you there as a plant. What, me? Yeah. You could have booked on, and you could have been there just to fuck shit up, and Dan would have to... And like Dan would know that you were there, but he wouldn't be allowed to say anything. And yeah. uh, it's sort of an ITV2 show, I guess, at this point. But fuck that. Oh, no, you've cast okay. me as the, the Jack Black character, haven't you? 
Mm, I wouldn't say. I, I think it's lower rent than that. Well, I yeah, think. obviously, because it's me. But perhaps, um... perhaps dapper laughs. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a bit of a low blow. Yeah, maybe that's a bit unfair. Maybe um, Danny Dyer. Would he? Mm. I think he's above that now. Yeah, maybe Joe yeah. Swash. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, Swash. And if Dan can get through Fat Camp um, without any without getting expelled, <laughs> <laughs> no, but without anybody quitting, um, or finding yeah. out, then he gets he gets five grand. And you're yeah, there if... just trying to tell everyone, oh fuck this, come on, let's go and get a burger. Oh, okay. And Dan is having to say, like, encourage you, but he's not allowed to call you out on it because then it, that voids competition. So but I was thinking has... more like uh, like a film, and uh, and because of some weird judge, uh, it, Dan has to make sure everybody graduates. Uh, and oh, if they don't, yeah. he goes to prison. Um, no, I, well, it's a similar sort of thing, but he has to make sure everybody makes it through, and then he wins five grand. Yeah, okay. And so you are trying to demotivate everybody, and he's trying to he's trying to say, no, come on, you don't need that fondant fancy. Put it down, Pamela. And uh, you're saying, come on, I say, Pam. Oh, you... come on, Pam, come on, Pam. Come on, the delicious. It's only one fondant fancy, aren't yeah. 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 I think this is probably... Um, does anyone have a phone number for ITV? Because we can probably get this commissioned. Well, uh, I don't. Uh. So, Dan, um, do you have any more insights for for us? I would like to hear three amusing stories from your time at Fat Camp. I refuse I mean, to and, accept there aren't any. Well, we have already had the the protein bar. Okay, yeah, the guy <laughs> the guy did go and buy a protein bar. That is pretty good anecdote. Come on, you, we, you must have another couple. Um, so I got bigger portions than everyone because I was a bloke. That was quite fun. Oh, that is exactly what Joe Swash would have made happen to demotivate everybody else. Were, were you yeah. the only bloke there? Yep. Oh, oh my word, Dan. You oh, could have had you your pick of them, mate. goal there. That's what Joe Swash would say. <laughs> well... It, it becomes well, more yes. predatory in that I mean, case, it's... doesn't it? This program where Dan has to fuck all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... no. Again, it, it, you're making it too smutty. It's romantic. Mm. It's like The Bachelor, which I've never seen, okay. but there is one man. You imagine isn't there? It's, it's a guy going to fat camp and trying to seduce <laughs> ladies by waving. Uh... I am genuinely surprised, actually, that sending one guy to an all-female fat camp hasn't been a. Um... So did a you trashy TV show? Did you feel very very awkward for the entire time you were there? No. Oh. Did they like keep asking you if you'd come to the wrong one or something? <laughs> no. They didn't say you, you know this is a ladies home fat camp. Didn't, so <laughs> Okay, but did they think that maybe you used to be a trainer but it all went wrong and they were like <laughs> no, they put were you back through the process. Went, he went native. <laughs> <laughs> They just uh, found you with a load of people who were supposed to be on the camera just surrounded by cake. <laughs> no. So how how much weight did you lose? Um, I think about five pounds. It's not bad. Yeah, how long good. were you there? Uh, five days. Oh, that's pretty good. Pound a day. Nice one. Um, you could put that back on, probably in a similar sort of time frame. I, I pretty much probably have. But, okay, um, well, it was worthwhile then. Yeah. So while your, um, your intended is off in Chicago... Yep. Sucking off guys in glory holes. Indeed. Um, you are failing to bang a load of desperate fatties. Indeed. Well, the odd thing was, a lot of them weren't in any way fatties. They were just like normal sized women that apparently wanted to do lots and lots of exercise. Oh, mate, that's such a good chat up line. You should have used that. Mm. I don't think it's as good a chat up line as you think no, it is. They've all got very low self esteem. They've gone to fat camp, for goodness sakes. You could have. You could have deployed that one and, and cleaned Ooh. up. Well, yeah, but if it goes wrong, there's like seven of them and one of me. I think yeah, generally you speaking, away. the you're not as X as I expected <laughs> is not a brilliant chat-up line. Yeah, it's negging. It literally is the best chat-up that, that, that is, that is right. very much my point. Yeah, but it works. I'm told I'm, I'm too much of a nice person to ever try something so dreadful, but... I think is it is it negging to say well I don't think you yes should be yes. here. Yes, it is. It is very well, much. Negging. Been, well, 
No, not necessarily. If, if if you phrase it like that, but if you say you're not quite as fat as I as <laughs> no, 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 yes. that again is pretty much what they have in the dictionary next to name. Yeah, no, no. But what I said was different. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but yeah. that's not what Dan would have said. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So I don't think we're going to get in. I think we're going to need to get Dan drunk before he spills the beans. I think there's, there's there more. are very few beans to spill. <laughs> yeah, because you've <laughs> spilled them all on your fat camp, you dirty dog. Well, no, because they didn't give us many beans, because they were giving us calorie control. You meant actual beans, okay, fair well, enough. Well, well, beans and, and general pulses are a very healthy nutrition source. Mm. But nevertheless, there are very few of them. Mm. Oh. Just not much food in general. So you didn't even like sneak out to the pub and just get absolutely twatted? No. It's a fucking point. Well, I think the weight. point was to stick. I mean, if you pot. if you just drank spirits, then there's not a lot of calories. Yes, yeah, exactly. But they kind of are. Well, not as much. Not as, not as much as you're drinking a lot of pints or like just bottles of Reef. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Reef also doesn't have calories. It's just orange juice. It's awful. healthy. Lots of vitamin C. It's good for you. Yeah, I remember just how healthy it is. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, that's that's enough of that. Um, I think the readers. Hey, if any readers would like to write some erotic fan fiction about Dan at Fat Camp, <laughs> um, I will be more than happy to act that out. Yeah. So, I've got bad news, guys. What? I'm going to be in a shitty hotel again next week, so I don't know if Fuck. I'll be able to join. Mm. I'll uh, I'll make I'll endeavour to uh, be available, but um, I probably can't. But it's the last one. Yay! Hooray! Well, not the last time I'll ever go to a hotel, but it's the last in. This... You've exhausted all of the hotels in the UK now. Yes, none I'm of them will have on back. every blacklist on every pub watch. I mean, he hasn't been to every one. They do share their blacklist. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. The like the yeah, chains will, which yeah. I think isn't playing fair. It's like those casinos in Vegas that like all share the the list of people cheating. Yeah. Except in this case, it's asphyxia wanking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's fine. I'll just. Uh, lots of people are persecuted for their hobbies. I'm not the first. I won't be the last. Mm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's the end of the intensive phase of this project, which means we can't be that far from not the asphyxiwank project. Asphyxiwank project. I mean the actual work project that I've been wanking on. Um, forgot what I was saying. Anyway, th- yes, it means that Dungeons and Dickheads will make its triumphal return. <coughs> Quite soon, yay! Maybe uh, we'll we'll plan that in. Um, before we go, has anybody got any words of advice they'd like to share with the listeners? I have one hilarious football-related story that's not is really about football. That a word of advice? Uh, no, but it, it needs well, to, to be this, this week. Your, do you want to do that as your um, a- AOB after the podcast finishes? Are you want. going to let me do it? I can't stop you, can I? Well, you, you can. <laughs> you, you can, can turn the recording me. off. Oh, yeah, I've got window. the button this week. Yeah. No, I will allow you to do that. As, okay, you promise? Yeah, yes. You, you it can be swear. like the, um, you know, after Hollyoaks, they have a little extra thingy. I'll say it now, it's it's not good enough, even even for that kind tiny little clip after No, you've built it up. This is this is going to be your the greatest content you've ever delivered. And if no. it's anything less than that then uh, you're off the podcast. I'm tempted now to to switch to a really, really bad bit of content. Well, that's <laughs> Just so it's spectacularly bad. So, uh, anyone want to give any uh, sage words of wisdom or insights that they've gleaned over the last uh, seven days? I have nothing. Hmm. Dan? What do you think? Okay. Well, the, this well, hang on, episode... Hang on. I, I, I have. No, you don't. Chris. Yeah, you're doing your content after the podcast. Finishes. I do. No, no. Um, no, this oh, is a got... word of advice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, if... Don't wank on a megabus. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, things are getting you down, then don't worry, because... Uh, We'll all be dead one day anyway, so don't need to worry about it. And the planet and maybe will... before that, the robots will have taken over and enslaved us. The robots us. will take over and the yeah. planet will, will rot and then the sun ah. will consume us all. So it doesn't matter. Can't come a minute too soon. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming. Um, you're all dismissed. Bye. 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 Bye.
But we're not really gone, are we? We're still here. Well, no, do your, do your thing then. Yeah. Did Go you on. hear about yeah. the uh, scandal from the World Cup in Russia today? I did not. Which, Which particular scandal? scandal? Uh, there was only really one big scandal, and it was the Burger King promotion. Oh, that, yes. Yes. Uber, that sounds great. They got in trouble for offering a promotion to all Russian ladies uh, of so many thousand rubles and free Burger King food for life if they could get pregnant by an international footballer. <laughs> ah. And they had to apologise for this. Oh, it's PC gone mad, isn't it? They said that that by doing that, the Russian ladies could ensure the the future prosperity of Russian football for years to come. What by, by improving their gene pool? And... By improving oh, their gene pool, yeah. There's a yeah. certain logic there. Yeah, and I they've... think the Russian FA should have been back in this. They've had to apologise. In, I mean, in some ways, it was a it was a kind of retaliation against that um, uh, that politician that said, "Don't don't do sex with non-Russians; it's naughty." And then another politician naughty. said, um, "No, you should you should and you should fall in love with anyone you want to. It doesn't matter where they're from." Look, Burger King um, will give you money. And now Burger King, but Burger yeah. King going for the professional footballers. And they were talking about the fans of foreign teams. And I mean, I I think... I don't think that English football fans are really that appealing when you see them on the telly compared to other um, nations. But they are very good at throwing chairs. And if, if that's what you're well, looking for in a man, then if yeah. not, it's a good... Uh, and who isn't? Yeah, then it's a good uh, good, good sort of... Uh, pond of fish or something. Mm. I think my Maybe. brain's just shut down. Don't don't you think that though? When you look at, at England football fans, I think. Four. Kind of Do look you at these, look at these sexy lobsters? <laughs> lobsters, yes, that's the word. Yes, lots of gammon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you know what we call them around here? Is, uh, oh, no, that's just... no, um uh, crab stick legs. Oh, nice. When people have gone gone really bright, angry red on the front of their legs yeah. and the back of their legs, but not around the edges. Yeah, because you can't um, you can't put sun cream on legs. That's just yeah. that's just science. <laughs> it's too far. <laughs> well, no, it's just there's hair. You can't put cream on hair. Mm. I put suntan lotion around my beard. It's fine. Okay. Well, on that, I'm going to have to stop this podcast now. Okay, yep. is it just too much for you? Yeah. I need to Have you seen Roy Keane's beard? No. It's beautiful, and then he shaved it off. Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs>